Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and in today's podcast, we are coming around the corner with our reflection section as we reflect back on the 50 episodes that have been blessed by God to allow us to have a conversation about life and how the word applies to it. And sometimes when in the midst of our moments, when we have some challenges that impacts our life, we might get into fear mode. But have you ever thought about riding with God and seeing and understanding that in the end, it's going to work out for your good. We're going to talk about and reflect on a session that we did with Angela Thorpe and the title of that message actually comes from episode 48, Let's Ride God. Check out this wonderful message. From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This This is Stronger stronger Together, Closer to God. There are moments and times in our life where we're going to face some crisis or challenge in our normal day life. It's going to happen. There's no way around it. There's no way to go over it or under it, but we are going to have to go through it. And it is a choice. And in this episode from episode 48, Let's Ride God, we learned a valuable lesson from Angela Thorpe, who talked about how she survived breast cancer and not only survived breast cancer, but thrived through breast cancer and thrived through other health challenges that was impacting her life. Check out just a small clip that we pulled from the session. Let's Ride God. The bio that you're a 15 year cancer survivor. Bless God. God. Bless God. Yes. Can you tell us about the events that led up to your diagnosis of breast cancer? Absolutely. And breast cancer does not run in my family. Prior to me receiving my diagnosis, I went on a low carb diet. I lost 60 pounds. Everything in the store was low carb, low carb pancakes, low carb brownies, low carb uh, ice cream, anything that had low carb on it, I was buying. And then when I go for an annual, my doctor fills a lump and I go get a mammogram. It wasn't even, you know, a regular mammogram. It was my annual women's health. And I get the diagnosis of stage two breast cancer. And I'm thinking, you know, no one in my family has this. And do you know, shortly after every last one of those products were off the market, off the shelves, nowhere to be seen again. And I didn't know anything at that time about how to read labels or anything, not really knowing what the ingredients were, but for everything to just pop off the shelf that has low carb, mm, question mark, red flag. So I was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer. And when I got the diagnosis, I was at the doctor's office by myself and he told me and there was an assistant in there with him. And I don't know how they were expecting me to react, but I was like, no, okay, okay. Like, this is what I have. This is what God gave me. We're going to go through this. We're going to do it. So I think my family took it harder than I did. I, I love that. It it sounds like definitely your faith in Christ is what didn't have you like spaz out at that particular time. I'm pretty sure, you know, he's the one that was keeping you in, in that, that perfect piece that we all know of. You talked about the low carb diet. Did you just take it upon yourself to start that? Or was it a God moment? Did you just decide to do it on your own or you were trying to get more healthier or fit? What made you decide to go on a low carb diet? Well, I was like almost at 200 pounds. So that was not happening. And then when I saw myself in the video and I was like, oh, no, mm -mm, we we have to do something about that. So 
And at that time, I think it was it was a popular diet that was out during that time. And I know it was pretty much low carb. So not eating, you know, your starches and your breads and everything. So it was pretty much just meat and vegetables for me. And but then, you know, like I said, the low carb pancakes, I mean, they had it written low carb. So whatever had low carb on it, I knew that it was going to help me in my weight loss journey. So I purchased everything low carb. And as a result, and I can't specifically say that's what it was, but for everything to be off the shelf shortly after that. And then I get the diagnosis. So I just, you know, it didn't run in my family. So I just, you know, connected it with that. But I was looking good, 60 pounds lighter, but uh, not feeling my best. So, uh, and I did, you know, really have any symptoms. So prior to me getting the diagnosis, no, I'm sorry, after I got the diagnosis and shared it with my family and it was just strictly prayer mode and, you know, okay, God, you gave me this now, now, now what? And a uh, pastor friend of mine, she told me, she said, find a scripture and lean on it. And I said, okay, I got the Bible out, got the Bible out, opened it up, closed my eyes and just touched. And it said, first Thessalonians 5. 16, 17, 18. Rejoice forevermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And when I say I leaned on that, that was perfect because this is what God has willed for me during this time. But I have to rejoice. I have to praise him. I have to continue to pray in the midst of, and he brought me through. He brought me out. That that was my prayer. That's what I leaned on and prayed every day. And to this, it's still my favorite scripture because it is it is fact. We have to continue to pray, rejoice. You know, everything we have to give thanks. Thank you, God, for giving me cancer because I know you're going to bring me through. And then I also shared it's a win-win situation. He's either going to heal me on this side or on the other side. Yeah. So it's not going to be a loss. So yeah. that's, that's what I leaned on. Yeah. Bless God. Bless God. Yeah. There's a lot of people and I, and I'm, I'm not judging when people say, why me? You know, because a lot of people like, well, why me? You know? And I love what you said, you know, just basically God take me by the hand and, and lead me through this and healing will come either way on this here on earth or in heaven with him, you know, and I think sometimes we get kind of fixated on how our healing is going to come, you know, and we don't know. All we know is his answers are yes and amen. And we're to trust that healing will come. We don't know what it may look like, but bless God that he healed your body. And we're going to go into the treatment part, you know, so many people do opt to have chemo or radiation, depending upon, you know, their stages and what, you know, the doctors recommend. What type of treatment did you experience on your journey? Well, it did not spread um, to my lymph nodes. And I did have a full nexectomy on my left breast. I did not have chemo or radiation. And I was like, you know, are, are you sure? Because that's what I'm used to hearing. Chemo and radiation goes together. 
and but I didn't have to have any. I had my surgery in May. I was diagnosed in May 2006. I had my surgery and six weeks later, I, I was in Florida. We were in Florida and I was raising my hands, you know, on the, the, the rides. And some people were like, are you ready to do this? You know, because at one point with the on my left side, I really couldn't operate my left arm or anything. You know, my daughter was my nurse and she had to, you know, clean me and change my tubes and everything. And so it was like, but six weeks later, I was good. Let's go. We are here. Let's, let's enjoy life. That was that was the only treatment that I had. Well, actually, look, n- none. And then I got on the health journey. I gained all that 60 pounds back, you know, plus some. That's, the, that's, that's, that's another question. <laughs> <laughs> well, bless God. Thank you for being transparent about it. You know, I mean, it happens. It happens. But look at you now. How old were you, Angela, when you were first diagnosed? Behind me, what does this say? 44. 44. You were young. How does that make me now? Young, very young, 44. (laughs) After you were diagnosed, what was your biggest self-discovery or revelation? And I know you and I had, you know, you would, you and I would go back and forth. You would inbox me sometimes. You would text me, hey, girl, (laughs) you know, sister to sister, be careful about this deodorant or what you're putting in your body and things like that. Share, Share some of that with us. Well, just discovering a new me. And I know your guest last week suffered. She had a stroke and I myself had three mini strokes and it was all stress related. So, you know, just I'm like, I have to take care of me. And I've learned that. And I would like to share with everyone. No, is a complete sentence. No no explanation behind it. And that's what I had to come to the realization and uh, make those those decisions for myself. And with that being said, I just changed everything and just started taking care of me. And then as a result, my cousin, she introduced me to a more holistic method. We did a training with a holistic doctor, and then I got my certification in natural health consulting. And as a result of changing there, because let me tell you, I almost had another scare, another bout of cancer. And I'm not going to claim anything, but what I went through that particular time, which is probably about seven, eight years ago now. And during that training with the holistic doctor, uh, that's when I was introduced to the foot detox. And with that, that draws the, all the toxins through the pores of your feet from your organs, your liver, lungs, kidney, colon, and skin through the pores of your feet. Now, some people may say it's a hoax or whatever, but I have done this on hundreds of people and the results have been amazing. I work with cancer patients. They're actually, that's actually ministry for me, for them, because I service them for free, but just that relief. But that's when I was introduced. And so when I had my foot detox done, my water was black and that meant that my liver was shutting down. But prior to that, I had gone back for my annual. Now, one good breast and I never got anything negative about it. This particular time, I got a call back and fear set in. And I said, I'm not going back. And so I went to the training, my cousin and I with the holistic doctor, did my foot detox black. And he said, anything you'd like to share? And I told him, and he said, why didn't you go back? I said, fear. 
So he said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And he took me through step by step, changed everything immediately from, you know, what I was eating to, you know, organic and uh, everything out. And just, he just gave me a lineup, but we did it for the three days that I had remaining and did my foot detox again and the black was gone. And he just shared with me what it was that I needed to do once I got home. You know, if you have Teflon pots and pans, get rid of them, you know, because those toxins are in your system. Do stainless steel or cast iron, you know, eat more organic, you know, then how to determine what's organic and what's not, you know, picking fresher vegetables, eating alkaline, more alkaline and diseases can't harbor in an alkaline body. Um, you have a ratio of 80% alkaline to 20% acidic. So your meats are acidic. And, you know, that's just a whole nother show by itself. But that's 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 where I am. So I just changed everything over to, to make me a better me so that I can help others. And as a result of that, I lost 40 pounds. And between five and 10 pounds, I fluctuate, but I've pretty much been able to keep it off. Any advice to give any woman or man, I'd mm. say men too, men too, um, listening to this podcast, what would it be? Simple, self-care, self-love. Love that. Love it. Self-care, self-love. Wasn't that amazing? Just the opportunity just to hear from someone else to understand that despite the mess, we are still blessed. And it is a matter of a choice. It's a matter of decision. And sometimes that decision when you are interacting with others might be no. And sometimes in the matter of that decision, it might be yes. And in our Heavenly Father's case, he doesn't want us to ride on fear, but he wants us to ride with him and join him on this journey so that we can be able to not only be a blessing for ourselves, but to be a blessing to others. I hope this message was a blessing to you. Reminder, every Tuesday we have Bible Study Tuesday. So come and check out Bible Study Tuesday on our Facebook live page. In addition, we're going to have our Think About It Thursday. So we're going to be reflecting over the month of May and the messages that we have expressed, but we're also having an open forum session. So you have any questions about relationships, whether you're single, whether you're engaged, whether you're married, whether you are separated, divorced, or widow, come to our open forum sessions, but you're going to have to join our VIP lounge. You can find more details about that on our Facebook page on how to get connected to that. And last but not least, we hope and pray that you will take time for yourself. You heard from Angela. Self-care is important. And especially in the month of May, as we talk about mental health awareness is very critical. Take care of your mind, take care of your body, take care of your emotions and take care of your soul. Joining us on Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast, please continue to join us weekly as we share godly wisdom and advice to you. If you have any prayer requests or would like to sign up for a free 30 minute consultation with us, drop us a line at s2c2gpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to partner with us by clicking on the partners tab on the website. The more you give, the more we can spread the word and help us to reach our vision of bringing one million married couples stronger together, closer to God. Feel free to check us out on our website at s2c2gministry.com. Until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.